You're listening to the God, God Life Culture, Culture Podcast, Podcast, where faith and what's trending collide. Welcome, welcome back to the latest episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. This is Eddie. What's up, everyone? This is Miguel, and we are so excited that you are tuned in for another episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome to the God Life Culture Podcast. We want you to hit that subscribe button so you can be notified every time we drop a new episode. If you are a returning listener, we just want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast, for checking out our YouTube channel, our Instagram, and checking out all of our reels and everything and we just uh thank you for being a part of our podcast journey yeah that that reminded me of uh the golden girl soundtrack thank you for being the friend. yes that too um, thank you so thank you thank you people and if you're too young and you've never watched the golden girls because there's people that haven't watched i that, have never seen that, the golden girls that i, I know you. what you're talking about you, i've seen it in passing yeah but me sitting down yeah, yeah. to see an episode never yeah, it's like one of those weird things as a kid you like pick up at your grandma's house yeah like you know nick june like uh, nick at night they yeah, do this yeah. thing like a nickelodeon yep. like nick at night um and stuff like that they will like play it so like um, i i was watching different strokes i was watching the brady mm-hmm. bunch mm-hmm. the cosby show <laughs> <laughs> don't get canceled <laughs> um, i love lucy you know. like I, i've watched a lot of i love lucy you never watched i love lucy okay so a full episode no that's crazy like i've never sat down to watch a full oh. episode but yeah so anyways but listen <laughs> go back it's anywhere you can like youtube it and yeah. all these streaming platforms okay we're doing promotion <laughs> for people that anyway so how are you doing today <laughs> listen everything's good we are right in the middle of summer we are yes. enjoying our summer um you know life is good there's a lot of you know new music that's coming out yeah. and you know uh people taking trips and all of that so it's uh it's summer. It's summer. It's summer. It's like that lazy, for some people, it's kind of like that lazy time of year where like things are like very like chill and la-zay-da type of a like vibe. Uh, so that's cool. Uh, but I think that today's episode, we're going to speak about something a little bit serious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, aren't we always being about something <laughs> serious? <laughs> uh, but it's the idea that, you know, like, I feel like and for different reasons, there are people who um, in our church circles in our church homes. Uh, oh, we're being specific. In like our church, ch- in our circles. Like ch- okay, yeah. Like, okay. I'm not pulling out Barbara. We're, <laughs> today we're talking about Barbara. <laughs> Just like in general. Uh-huh. Uh, the idea of, or even yourself. Listen, we'll talk about that in a few minutes. The idea of like um, being like skeptical. Yeah. In the church setting. Um, in many different facets of what that could look like, you know, whether it's like in the program, uh, during the worship uh, and like activities that are being done, being skeptical about the capabilities of leadership and like the pastors and stuff like that, um, about how, you know, that is that is not a good place to be at yeah. uh, mentally, emotionally and spiritually to be in a place where, you know, you are always doubting everything that is going on within the church. Um, and I think there's different reasons why people get to that place yeah i feel like there's certain people that that's just innate to their personality they're just like type of people who are maybe like negative nancy's who are always like complaining or like very like oh that's not gonna work or that's this or that or that person is doing that for this reason like always like looking for the negative side of things and i think that there are other people who kind of like experience their experiences bring them 
to that place uh, where they become very skeptical and very like cynical, maybe and even in its way um, and start looking at things in the church and during a church service or during an activity where they're not having fun. They're not able to enjoy themselves. They're not enjoying what's happening. Um, or maybe they're like not even going to things because immediately they're skeptical about if it'll even be good or if it's going to have a good outcome. Yeah. I mean, I think that, like you said, if we were to go back to every, you know, individual who, you know, is very skeptical about something, right. Yeah. Or they have their doubts, their reservations. If we were to go back and, and really see, you know, what led you to be this way. There are those individuals who it's just in their personality, but even so, I think you can trace it back to some type of disappointment, some yeah. type of letdown, something they saw, something they heard, their own experience in doing something, mm -hmm. participating in something that then brings them to a place where they're like tainted yeah. and they don't really take what you're saying seriously. They don't believe what you're saying. They're not convinced mm -hmm. and everything they filter it through a lens of doubt and disbelief, disbelief. And it's almost like, you know, all right, you're putting that event together. Well, that's the purpose of it. You know how many other events we've had where mm. that's what they've said and nothing's happened and they they immediately, you know, are disappointed or discouraged and they don't want to participate. They don't want to be involved, mm. you know? And I think the idea of being skeptical, right, or having your doubts is human, mm. right? It's in our human nature to sometimes doubt things and to yeah. need to see it before believing it mm -hmm. and i don't always think that is a negative a thing, thing. Yeah, it's not yeah. always a bad thing you yeah. know even when we're talking about certain qualities in people right mm -hmm. or in certain characteristics that they may have there are times where you know not that you test people but that you just want to see like you, you know them, you create an opportunity for them. right for them to <laughs> rise above to rise and you above. create an opportunity for them to prove <laughs> yeah. either their friendship their loyalty or just yeah. seeing like you know will you be there for me or will yeah. the, will you give me that encouraging word you know when i'm down or when i need it are you there to help me right but then there are those people who everything is just so negative mm -hmm. and they're so doubtful and it really does stem from disappointments in their life and yeah. letdowns in their yeah. life. So it's almost like getting to a place where those things don't bother us, right? Mm -hmm. And don't allow us to then not try new things. Because I think that's one of the biggest uh, consequences or side effects of being such a skeptical person is that then it's so difficult to try something new. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so difficult to believe in that something new because you have all these doubts. Yeah, you know, and it was funny because it was like I was when we were thinking about this topic um i was like going through like scenarios and ideas in my mind and like you know the, the person like a person came up into my mind uh you know someone who hears like there's a lock-in or there's like conference for like say the men's ministry um and it's on unity we're once again doing a conference on unity and that person can be like very skeptical and thinking we just did that three years in a row and it's kind of like it's not working um, mm -hmm. where there may be truth to the fact that maybe there hasn't been an outcome that they think should have happened. Or maybe, you know, everyone was like kumbaya for like the next three weeks. But then after that, everybody kind of like dissipated into their own world. Uh, but I think that the negative side of that, you know, th there is nothing wrong with being like, man, you know, it hasn't really worked out. It, that's kind of like messed up. You know, maybe something else needs to be done. But you really have to go and be like, but maybe 
they're going to do it differently. Or maybe it's going to be done in a way that's more impactful. Or maybe the people that are going are going to be more open-minded. Or maybe, you know, you like you really have to go into things sometimes that even though you feel that way, because I've felt that way, being honest, being vulnerable on today's episode, uh, you know, I've been like that, where it's kind of like you're looking at something, you're like, we've done that 63 times. And it's kind of like, for what? Like either the people aren't receiving the message or it's not being delivered in a way that is the most effective. But you have to be like, all right, you know what? I'm going to have some faith. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to go. I'm going to be supportive. I'm going to, you know, do my part. Because if I do my part, maybe that'll like have a domino effect where everybody else will do their part. And then it may become more effective and it may actually work out this time. Um, Because when you become that skeptical, very doubtful, very negative, very complacent person, you are just now adding to that herd of people who are really not in it who really don't care, who really are not trying to look for positive outcomes, who aren't really trying to be fed, who aren't really trying to find anything from it. And it's kind of like you're adding to the problem instead of addressing it. Yeah. And literally for things to work, it takes everyone, Mm -hmm. right, to make something work effectively. And your negative energy and vibe and negative contribution to something doesn't help, you know? And I think oftentimes, like you said, there may be truth to certain things, right? Mm -hmm. So there may be truth as to we've done this so many times and we haven't seen results, right? So I think of, for instance, like this often happens in my, um, in my school. A lot of times they'll have like different retreats, not the school itself, but my Mm -hmm. students will go on retreats within their churches. Yeah. And, um, you know, they always come back from these retreats and they're so, like energized <laughs> on cloud nine with Jesus. Like <laughs> they're throwing out, you know, like things that they shouldn't have in their life. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, taking out like all the old bad music from their phones and, mm-hmm. you know, all this stuff. Right. And they're not like cursing. They're in all of that. And then slowly after a while, it's like they kind of begin to fall back into their old ways mm-hmm. until the next big thing, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? That comes and inspires and lifts them up and motivates them. And it's funny because a lot of times they recognize it and they talk about it and they'll say, you know, how come is it that every time we go on a retreat and we come back, it's like, we're so on fire for God. And after a while it just, you know, goes away. Mm-hmm. And like, they recognize those things. Right. But looking at that, a skeptic, right, or someone that's very skeptical about things and very doubtful can say, why bother doing that? Mm. If every year what happens is they go, everyone's, you know, on fire for God for the first three, four weeks. And after that, it's gone. (laughs) Why waste our energy? Why waste our time? Why Mm. waste our money and resources for things that don't work? Right. Now, you may have some truth to that. There may be some truth that, you know what, for three or four weeks, everyone's on fire and, uh, you know, with God and very, you know, driven to just you know live out their faith and all these things then it kind of dissipates okay that's true so now that you know this what are we going to do to change this fact yes right to change this trajectory and i believe that what skepticism does is it doesn't allow room for growth and it doesn't mm-hmm. allow room for you to see the solution yeah for better and preparation i think that a lot of times we can easily fall into the trap of being so doubtful so skeptical we don't believe we're not convinced and therefore we stay stuck where we are yeah. right we stay stuck where we are we stay stuck believing a certain thing we stay thinking that it's not going to get better it's just this is what it is mm. you know don't allow skepticism to keep you you know stuck and keep you from moving and keep you from growing and thinking that this is it this yeah. is what it is this is the place we've reached this is how far we can get because after this it just proves that it doesn't work yeah and i think it's tough you know because 
to because as a person from the outside that's looking in and been feeling those emotions of doubt or being skeptical and stuff like that, you know, for you, the person that has those emotions and those feelings, it's very difficult because you're really depending on everybody else. Yeah. You know, because maybe the, the, that retreat or that whatever was prepared amazingly was done. Great. The speakers were really led by God. It was a very powerful weekend. And that's why the people walked away for the next three weeks on cloud nine, but now goes, personal management mm-hmm. everybody else that left now it's really up to them to personally manage themselves to continue in that fire for the lord <laughs> love type of situation um so you can't control that yeah you don't have the like well you you can try to create scenarios and opportunities and situations that will keep those personal fires uh you know ignited um but it's really it's an individual thing and i think that that's where a lot of people find their frustrations which is kind of like you know it doesn't matter if we did an amazing event it doesn't matter if we put together a crazy situation um because at the end of the day the people just walk away from it like oh yeah that was really good but give them two weeks and it's kind of like they're back in that funk again um and i think that when you feel that way you really have to be honest with yourself and understand you do the same thing yeah and i think it's very easy to like really be very judgy about everybody else very Mm -hmm. judgy about oh they keep just going in cycles they keep going up and down and whatever and it's like but you have to look in the mirror you do the same thing yeah it may not manifest itself the way it does maybe you're a lot better at covering it up than they are where maybe like on the outside you look great you look fantastic you're moving you're grooving you're responsible you're doing what you have to do but inside you're not as ignited as you should be um so it's really like being introspective in that as well in that you know you can't be skeptical and doubtful about other about things based off what other people are doing and mean like you know what you're singing la misma cosa they're in the same cycles when you yourself do the same thing yeah and i think at one point or another we are all guilty of being skeptical we are all guilty of not believing not being fully convinced having our doubts and reservations and i think that oftentimes like you were saying when you fall into this you know um pattern right of trying your best and it's a good pattern to be in right a good rhythm to try your best giving your 100 you know problem solving you're doing this you're doing that you're trying to you know get you know youth to come you're trying to get your men's ministry united trying to get the women's ministry to come together to do this you're trying to get the children's ministry to you know grow and all Mm -hmm. of these different things um and it seems like you keep hitting walls and yeah. you, you keep facing obstacles and you do an event and a lot of people may not come and then you do a children's event and their parents don't bring them and then you're doing a women's event and last minute they all cancel and mm. then the men just don't want to be there and they don't show up and they go and you know are doing their own thing outside or their home working and all these different things it can be very discouraging yeah. for the leader in place and i think that then oftentimes this is where we get those individuals who are great leaders mm-hmm. and those people who are great at you know directing something and getting people to come together and putting together programs and events and then we see them burned out mm-hmm. right and that burnout comes about because of that work that's being put in where then you feel like there's no uh fruit to yeah. that right yeah like it's not worth it almost because look you know they don't come or this is the result or this is what happens and you have to kind of deal with that burnout mm-hmm. right because if not what i think happens is that burnout eventually leads for you as that leader as that person in the forefront as that person getting people together to have doubts yeah. about that 
and have doubts about your leadership capabilities mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, doubts about the people and how they'll respond. And that's not a good place to be in. No. And I think that it also happens for people that are not leaders. Yeah. Um, you know, and I can use you as an example because you do a great job with like the kids ministry. Uh, but if you were someone who, you know, if you had a kids ministry leader who wasn't doing a great job and I, as a parent, am trying to bring my kids to this event that's maybe getting canceled last minute or they 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 promoted it in a way that it was going to be like this really great like powerful fun thing and it's not it's really like half done and like all janky and stuff like that or whatever as someone who is supposed to be participating in that thing you become skeptical and you start growing down and you're like it's like the next time you may promote something it'll be like i'm not going to that it's always a mess or i'm not going to go to that it's always half done or whatever you know so definitely as leaders you do find yourselves like it's very tough and it's very, you know, draining to always be putting things together that are great and not getting the the respaldo, the support um, from everybody else or them really taking away from what they should. But also as just a regular smuggler person who's going to things because you yourself want to go to it because you have an expectation and you want it to be great. And you want to, you know, you also want to be ministered to or you want to have a great time. Go keep continuously going to things that is really like not cutting it also can create in you that whole doubt and that whole skepticism, which is like, I'm not going to go to that. That's always a mess, you know? So it it happens across the board to everybody. Yeah. And like I said, I think you have to fight that sometimes, you know what I mean? Um, And you have to fight through those doubts and those reservations. And sometimes, you know, what will often happen, I think as well is people miss out on opportunities because, Mm -hmm. you know, the last one didn't turn out great. Because the last event wasn't great, I'm not going to this one. And in what happened, I actually missed out on a good event. I actually Mm. missed out on something that was great, you know? So I think skepticism will also rob you from opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. um, Because it's almost like you're not willing to give that a try because of Mm -hmm. the last time. Yeah. You know, or the last three times Mm. or the last five times. You know what I mean? (laughs) And yeah. And again, you know, there will be moments where that's the case. You know what I mean? I mean, think about how many times you know, um, you mess up or you fail or you don't perform the way you should in a job that you were given. Mm. It's almost like, imagine if we just constantly looked at that as a reference point, you know what I mean? It's almost like not fair, you know? Um, and then in turn, it's almost like holding then those individuals accountable Mm. to make sure where then it's like, you know what? The last few times it hasn't been super successful. You know what I mean? What's the problem? What can we do? What can we implement? What can we, you know what I mean? But now if everyone is taking an attitude of I'm not doing anything because this is what it is, Mm -hmm. then nothing will really ever change, you know? So sometimes you have to kind of put those feelings to the side Mm -hmm. um, and fight through it. And it's tough. You know, it's tough to fight through things because I think even if we were to go outside of church and just within your job, you know what I mean? There are moments where you may not like your job and there are moments where you may not like showing up and you may not like new rules that are in place or a new policy that's in place. And, you know, or you may have a new supervisor, a new manager, and, you know, they come in with all these ideas, come <laughs> in with all this energy, and you're just thinking about the last one yeah. who came in the same way, who <laughs> said the same thing, yeah. and you have your doubts, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's hard to be like, you know what, but I'm going to give them a try. You know, it's yeah. hard to get to that place, but really, that's what you have to do. Yes. You have to get to a place where it's almost like, I'm going to give this yet another chance. Yeah, and I think that it's also something that's, that's seasonal. 
And what yeah. I mean by that is that because, you know, like we're speaking about it, but does not mean that that's something that we've mastered individually. You yeah. know, like there are times where, you know, for ourselves, we may have those doubts that creep in. We may even say the comments or we may be like, oh, I don't really want to go to that because of X, Y and Z. But we then have the responsibility to have to like pull ourselves out of there. Right. You know, so it's kind of like, it's not something that is like, Oh, I learned that skill. And then that's it. I'm perfect moving mm -hmm. forward. You know, you may have a season in your life where you're really like positive and like really like, you know, I'm gonna pull myself out of that. I'm gonna be positive. I'm gonna give it a hundred. I'm going to go regardless of how I feel about it. And then you may have another season where it's kind of like, you're a little bit more doubtful, but then another season may come back and you're like, really like positive about it. So it kind of goes up and down yeah. depending on the situation, depending on the scenario, depending on the circumstance. So, you know, these are, these are like things that we speak about, um, from experience, but it's also stuff that is, that happens through throughout life in general mm -hmm. you know it's not it you can maybe you what you do is you develop an ability to get yourself out of those mindsets quicker but you still find yourself there from time to time yeah and one of the i guess the scariest places to be in is where not only are you skeptical about these things but i think oftentimes this can lead you believe it or not to be skeptical with god mm -hmm. right where then you don't take what he says for face value you don't trust what he says it seems like you know um, you look at the history of things that maybe he's told you or things that he said, and it may not have happened yet, or it may not have turned out the way you thought it was going to happen and all these things. And you feel like God has let you down or God has, you know, disappointed you. And now moving forward, you almost, you don't take him at his word mm. and you don't trust him like you used to, and you don't believe him like you used to, you know? And I think, you know, it's one thing for you to be skeptical with people and it's another thing for you to be skeptical with God. Yeah. And I think we will all find ourselves in a moment or mm. in a place in our lives, in a season where we are skeptical with God, Very where true. we don't believe him. Mm. We don't trust him. And it's almost because of our own failed expectations of what we thought he was going to do and how he was going to do it that we then begin to not believe him moving forward mm -hmm. and things that he says, we begin to doubt it. And, you know, things that he lets us know, we just push it to the side and we don't listen and we don't pay ear to it. And it's very difficult for you to be happy in yeah. that place it's mm -hmm. very difficult for you to find real joy when you are so skeptical and doubting all the time yeah and i think that you know we kind of live in a time right now where we see so many people that i feel like fall under this category of being skeptical with god mm -hmm. you know and for some people they'll speak and you'll hear stories like i'll hear stories and scenarios of certain individuals where i'm like that is not fair <laughs> like that is not fair mm -hmm. like i don't know what else to say mm -hmm. like it really isn't fair and mm -hmm. and it may seem like you know god like really like you yeah. can't like like you can't do something like you and it's hard you know to sometimes let people know you know trust god believe mm -hmm. god he's there you know yeah. what i mean this really is sometimes that moment where you have to have that crazy faith to move forward crazy faith to believe crazy faith to just trust god and take him at his word but there are times where even for the believer that is very you know confident that is mm -hmm. strong that believes god there are moments that for a minute mm -hmm. you're shaking up and for a minute you're like god What's happening here? Yeah, and I think that it's a lot more difficult for people that 
are the super mega faith ones. You know, like these are, you know, at the end of the day, there's different levels of relationship with God. Yeah. You know, we have people that are like very wishy-washy where they just maybe like show up to church once a month. And then that's the extent of their relationship with the Lord. Uh, and then you have other people that are like really like gun ho and like really are like working like favorably with their relationship with God and in church and in ministry and like giving 140%. And I think that for those people, when they find themselves in a process where it's taking a really long time, where things are maybe not lining up the way that you wanted to line up, or you feel it's kind of like, yo, there's certain situations are not, you know, they're, they're, it's why is it working out this way? Like, yeah. God, you should be able to do, you, God, you should be able to do a better job. Yeah. You know, you feel that way. Um, I think it's very easy for you then to not only be skeptical about God, but be skeptical about the time you feel like you wasted. Right. You know, you go into this place like, man, because you'll see. I think that uh, uh, episode or two before we're speaking like comparisons, like you'd be like, yo, Barbara, who I spoke about earlier in the episode, <laughs> um, Barbara is like, she don't do nothing for the Lord. And look at her living her life. God is blessing her left and right. And look at me, God, I'm like giving my everything to you, Lord. And you got me here suffering, um, you know, and you start to do that game and you start yeah. to do that mental game, which, like you said, doesn't only make you skeptical with the church, doesn't make you skeptical with the leadership, makes you skeptical with God and also with yourself where you start doubting like this was a waste of time. Why did I you know, why did I give so much of my time and my energy and my dedication? to god if you feel like it's kind of like it's not worth it i should be doing what barbara's doing <laughs> yeah you know so it's yeah. kind of it's difficult but i think that you have to really allow yourself to go through those emotions and to go through those processes and for everybody it looks different yeah for some people it's just a two-day mental state that they were in and they're fine and then for other people it's like months of feeling that way and like really you know uh, grasping at straws or trying to stay faithful but also being really like angry with god but trying to be positive but also being like heartbroken in a way as well um and it's kind of like one of those things where it's that advice where everybody knows but hates to hear, which is like, but you have to trust God. Yeah. And literally, it's one of those things where that's what it comes down to, trusting and moving. You yeah. know what I mean? And um, I think the worst place to be in is in that place where you feel stuck in that yeah. place where you're not moving and you become stagnant and that's what skepticism does mm -hmm. you know what i mean having your doubts and having all of those things and letting they them rule you because that's the thing you know there are those individuals who doubt you know what i mean but are moving and are trusting yeah. and are moving forward you know i have so many doubts when it comes to things in my walk with god or mm. my relationship with him or questions and things that i have right but i try you know what i'm gonna keep going yeah. like i can't stop you know and then you have those moments where it's like god you know these are my doubts these are the things i've been asking for or thinking about or questioning for a while and mm -hmm. i don't have answers to i don't know why that happened i don't know why this is happening now i don't know why i had to go through this but it's almost like you know i'm bringing this to you hoping that you're gonna give me some clarity give me some peace of mind give me some strength but in the meantime, I have to keep going. Yeah. I can't stop. You know, you have your good days. You have your bad days. You have your good moments where you're striving and moving and going. Then you have your days where, like you said, you're taking a few days where you're just in that funk where then you recognize at the end of it, I may not have all the answers, mm -hmm. but I'm going to pick myself up. Yeah. And I'm going to keep walking. And this may take years. This may take months. This may take a long time, mm -hmm. you know, but I'm trusting God that you see me and that you know me, and that you know my effort, you know what I'm trying to do, you know who I am, yeah. and you know me better than anybody else. And sometimes it just takes that acknowledgement. You know, your doubts may not go away. You may live with having doubts about certain things for the rest of your life, mm -hmm. right? Now, 
what do you do with those doubts? How are those doubts going to affect you? You know, will that allow you to, you know, um, grow or is it going to keep you stuck and stagnant? Are you going to take that new opportunity that comes your way? Or are you going to think about what happened the last two times? Yeah. You know, are you going to give that new ministry a try? Or are you going to think about the other one that you are part of that didn't work out? You know, are you going to listen to this new leader and president and this new supervisor or manager or person in charge? Or are you going to look at what the last one did and how that didn't work? Yeah. You know, then you become skeptical of, well, you know, Bobby didn't do things that way, you know, That's and we like Bobby, right? <laughs> and we like Bobby, you know, yeah. and it's almost like, yeah, but are you now going to put those reservations and doubts to the side to trust that this is the new leader in place right now, mm-hmm. or this is the new person for this job right now? Yeah. So again, your skepticism, your doubts can either keep you stuck, can keep you stagnant, can keep you, you know, in a cycle of just unhappiness. And mm-hmm. I think ultimately that's what it does to you, whether it's something within your church, your ministry, whether it's in your job, your family, it will keep you so dissatisfied, yep. so unhappy, you know, lacking joy in your life. So it's almost like, is it worth it? Is it worth letting your doubts rule? Is it worth letting your skepticism take over? Or it's like, do we try to move forward despite those feelings? Do Mm. we try anyway, again, in spite of, you know, the last few failed attempts? Mm -hmm. Do we kind of put our doubts and skepticism to the side and give God another try? Yeah. And I think that if anything, you know, one of the things that I really want the person listening um, that may find themselves in this situation to understand is that you're not, it, it's not like you're a weirdo for feeling that way. Yeah. It's not like, oh, you're a sinner. You're going to hell because you have your doubts or you're feeling skeptical about certain things or maybe about, you know, you're going through like a really rough patch in your relationship with God. You know, I want people to feel seen, you know, because there's a lot of things, especially in, you know, in our Christian lingo and our preachings and stuff like that, where we really don't speak about the fact that there are times when people go through seasons where they have negative feelings towards God yeah. or they have negative feelings towards church or negative feelings um, about their walk in the Lord, um, you know, and it make it, it creates a narrative or it creates a space where people then don't feel comfortable speaking about those things. Yeah. Um, and I think that it is important to, you know, understand that you are not alone. In going through that situation, everyone in one time or another, and maybe even multiple times in their lifespan, have situations or moments where they become very skeptical, very doubtful about, you know, what's going on in their life. And, you know, when you feel that way, take a breather and, you know, take some alivio in understanding that it happens to everybody. Yeah. So don't feel picked on. Because I think it's very easy for you to feel that way. Like, it'll, it's only happening to me. Nobody else is talking about it. Why me? Why am I getting picked on? Um, you know, don't feel like you're getting picked on. It's part of the process of life. And now it's really up to you to really navigate and understand, you know, what's my way around this? Because for everybody, it's different. You know, there's some people, like we said, it may take a couple of days, take a couple of weeks. Fortunately, it takes months and years as well sometimes where they're really battling and going through situations in their life. But it's really about the idea of just trying to find enough strength to take another step forward. Yeah. And if that's what you can do for the moment being, where it's just like, I'm just taking that one step forward in the right direction, even though I feel like I'm dragging myself, then that's what you need to do. And one thing that you need to make sure you do is that you do this with God. 
right? Because yeah. I think that's the other element where we need to stay in our feelings, process our feelings, reflect on our thoughts, our emotions. Why are we feeling this way? What is it in my life that's happening? But you can't do any of that without God because if mm-hmm. not, you'll resort to other things or you'll stay in that place yeah. for a long time. So it's almost like you need to bring God into the mix of this. You know what I mean? And it's always like that conversation of deconstruction and deconstructing your faith. And it's almost like you can't deconstruct anything without <laughs> God. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You need to bring him him a part and make him a part of that process and i yeah. think that's where we see individuals who have their doubts who are mm. skeptical about things then stop believing and mm. they start going through this process of dissecting their faith and deconstructing their faith but they're doing it you know with this motivational speaker or mm. with that preacher and that teacher and you cannot you know dissect and process and reflect on your faith and your beliefs and what's happening in your life without god being in the midst of it very true. you know and i think that that's very important to remember if you know we find ourselves in this place let your doubts marinate sit with it for a little bit and process and think Mm. about it but you need to bring that to him you know what i mean you cannot stay with your doubts and try to figure it out on your own or try to deal with it on your own because i think when we do that what we end up uh creating is just more doubt Mm -hmm. more problems and bigger things right (laughs) uh for us down the line that we have to deal with yeah so we hope that you know with this episode you really walk away encouraged and understanding that you're not alone it happens to all of us and the best thing we could do is to just grab onto god and keep on trucking yes so make sure that you uh follow us on facebook (laughs) and instagram (laughs) um at god life culture podcast and um definitely hit that subscribe button wherever you choose to listen to us you can watch us on youtube as well and um you know you'll be notified every time that we drop a new episode and if you are that person that is struggling with doubt we've all been there Mm -hmm. don't let it take over and um, you'll be fine at the end. We believe that you will be yes, fine. There the is end. hope. At yes. the end. <laughs> so thank you once again for tuning in to the latest episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. That's God, God Life Culture. Culture. Until next time. See ya. Bye. Bye.